Hello, we are back once again. I always enjoy coming back and sharing a few tidbits from our academy of amazing human beings that are really seeing the value of creating secure relationships in their life. This is basically who I get to speak to. This is a dream job. I worked really hard to get here. But um, every single time a new revelation comes, I feel the need to come and record a little podcast episode, record something so that people get this information because it sounds like no matter what your race, no matter what your religion, um, everybody seems to be struggling with the exact same thing. And if you are brand new to my work, welcome. My name is Dr. Nima Romani. I... I was moonlighting as a chiropractor years ago, and then I discovered that I just really want to be having the same conversation with my patients, and then now I just kind of like moved on and retired from my chiropractic practice to only speak of the upstream root cause of most health issues, which is the same issue as most relationship issues, which is the same um, uh, root cause of your mental health issues. Um when I made this discovery, it was like a eureka moment and I had to leave the confines of my chiropractic practice. And slowly over the last 10 years, this is now all I do. I speak into this camera. I work with uh, my community online of people who are wanting to go from, should I stay or go? I help people go from, should I stay or go? Uh, relationship dynamics, which they think that's the main problem. The real problem, what they discover is that it's not the problem. The real problem is that they're stuck in a trauma bond. They don't know what that is and what to do. Uh, and I take them from that space to creating a secure relationship with themselves so that they can now recreate their relationship, either getting rid of the old one within the confines of that relationship, letting the old relationship die and creating a new relationship with their partner, their husband, their wife, their partner, or the result of doing the work, the answer of should I stay or go comes through on the other side. One of the examples, a woman I've been working with over the last several months was in a should I stay or go dynamic. She moved out of the place. Um, they're trying to go back and forth. She badly wants the relationship. She is of the anxious attachment variety in the attachment kind of profile. Her partner is avoidant, doesn't really, you know, doesn't really take the lead and um, kind of say, hey, here's where we're going. So she's literally been on hold for like two years. And we've been working together to gather the courage and the self-worth to elevate to the point where she was no longer tolerating breadcrumbs anymore. And she made the decision to finally move on. And this was a big deal for her, it's scary. But imagine if you're anxiously attached and your biggest fear is fear of abandonment, waiting, sitting there waiting for text messages, communication for the guy to take charge. Finally, she clues in she what she knew all along, but she was too afraid of doing. She's now leaned in and said, and initiated the, the departure. Now there's a still a long ways to go, but the amount of work it took her, the amount of self-worth that it took her to go from anxious attached to finally saying no more, it's heroic. 
This is probably the most difficult work that that you can do. Oftentimes, I tell my cycle breakers, I say, this is like recovery. Only the substance that we're trying to recover from is not like cocaine. It's not alcohol. It's not pornography, sex, whatever, although that can be a secondary addiction that many people are working through. The addiction is validation, external validation. We are all in recovery from that because the child inside of us that didn't get our emotional needs met unconsciously will create these false personas, the narcissistic side of us, the codependent side, and there's a little bit of both in each of us. And we will go out to try to get those needs met externally because we haven't learned to give that to ourselves. And if you're watching um, and you're in my um, sphere of algorithm, it's probably because you've gone the traditional route, doing therapy, talk, 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 counseling, and just rehashing your story. And you're realizing that there's no healing in talking, especially when we're dealing with traumas that have basically come up possibly long before you've even had language, you know, the language to describe it, right? So a trauma, I kind of remind you if you've been following my work, it's not about the events that happen to us, but it's our energy, this dysregulation that happens in our body that doesn't get processed, that doesn't get moved through by a safe and empathetic witness. How many times did that happen to you growing up? where you had a rupture, a conflict, and your parents didn't know what to do to bring you back, bring your system back into a place of safety. Oftentimes you were left in dysregulation with no repair. So your system gets activated and it goes up there in activation, what's called sympathetic activation, but it doesn't have the opportunity to come down. So guess what that does? It teaches your body that conflict is dangerous and there's no coming back. Now, unless you had unicorn parents that taught you how to repair when there's a rupture, because I have a kid, you know, I'm not perfect, but I know that if ever we have a rupture, if ever there was feelings between us, elevated emotions, that we can always come back and repair so that it teaches our his system, his little nervous system, that it's safe to kind of expand into dysregulation and get contracted because I'm gonna be there to help him open up. And that's the role of parenting. Conscious parenting is to teach the child to regulate. But I'm curious, did you ever learn that? How was conflict modeled to you? It wasn't likely if you were like most people, and that's not your fault, right? But here you are with these blueprints of relationship with these patterns, and then you go and you start to get into relationships. And lo and behold, you find yourself going into this never-ending loop like a, a record player, those old vinyl record players. Same person, different haircut. You can leave this person, but here we go. Same anxious avoidant pattern again. Same trauma bonded push pull dynamic in the next relationship. And at some point, the reason why you're listening is that you might be in this should I stay or go dynamic, or you're probably healing from a breakup. 
And you're now saying, okay, there's something there for me to look at within myself. Not because it's my fault, even though you might be living with a ton of, sh fuck ton of shame around it. Most people do. But what I'm here to tell you is to kind of let you off the hook and let you know that it isn't your fault. If you, I was going through the same thing, I had the exact same blueprint and I was going through these exact same toxic dynamics in relationships with this push-pull dynamic. And finally, I was gifted with the most volatile trauma bond that I've ever had, which got so volatile that the police were actually involved. And that was the that was the wake up call that I needed. I stopped working. I stopped trying to be Dr. Nima, a hero to, to others. And then I worked on trying to fill those gaps and fill the cracks in the floorboard with what was missing. And what was missing was what I now take people through. My mess is my message. My karma is now my dharma. The thing that I needed the most is what I teach. This is basically how I operate. I teach what I need need the most. And so that became the pathway that I teach all of my cycle breakers, not because I have a plaque on the wall as a psychotherapist, because they've all, most, most of them gone through psychotherapy. Some even have therapists and they're like, there's a missing piece. I don't wanna be talking about my problem anymore, rehashing it and then saying, what do I do about it? Well, I'll see you next week. We can just keep talking. You're ready for something deeper. And what's deeper is a pathway of learning how to become trigger-proof, which is the skill of learning how to take these activations, these triggers, which is an age regression. Every time there's reactivity, there's a wound. And once you get activated in a wound, which is what your partner is actually designed to bring up, you then get knocked back into a younger self. And now you're no longer speaking from your prefrontal cortex, you're talking from your amygdala and you're like a little child. And then your energy coming back to them activates their younger parts. And now they then behave in protective ways, which then activates your defense mechanisms. And then which causes your behavior to then fire back. <laughs> you see how this is working? This is called the infinity loop of conflict and there's no getting out of it unless you learn how to become trigger proof and master the art. And this is what today's conversation is about of untangling enmeshment. I'm gonna write this down so that you understand what this word means. Enmeshment. You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger-proof doesn't mean trigger-less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound and if you're curious and inspired to learn more join us at breathwork and badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work there's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma. It didn't start with you. 
but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Can you see that? This is the main culprit behind most of our family system problems, especially as we're going through the holidays. This is why you get stressed when you're about to see your parents. <laughs> this is why you get stressed when you're about to see your family. It's because enmeshment is happening. Enmeshment is a developmental trauma. Enmeshment is a developmental trauma where our shape, our boundaries are so blurred because our family system did not allow us to have emotions without them making it about them. <laughs> I'm just kind of summing it up. So I'll set in a different way. Enmeshment is when there is a blurring of the boundaries of your emotions with another person's. If you're not okay, I can't be okay. If you're upset, I get activated. Your dysregulation becomes my dysregulation. This is the hallmark of enmeshment trauma. And when we don't understand this and we don't learn to become trigger-proof, your partner will give you feedback on how they're feeling and you will take it as criticism and you'll get defensive or you'll get feedback or your sadness, you can't express your sadness to somebody because that causes their dysregulation and they try to gaslight it and say, don't feel that way, which is maddening to you. But unfortunately, they're only trying to protect their own dysregulation. If you've ever had a child who has big, emotions coming up and you get activated over them. You get activated over them. Um, what ends is, what, it's because you're interpreting their feelings as a meaning that you're not lovable, okay? You're upset, it means I'm a bad parent, so I'm gonna try to stop you, don't feel that way, cheer up, get over it. And then the child ends up feeling gaslit. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever noticed doing that to somebody else? Great news, you're not alone. It's not your fault. What you're dealing with is called enmeshment trauma. And this is the, one of the greatest threats to secure relationships because when you don't get this right, you don't know how to distinguish another person's pain from your pain. You don't know how to express your emotions to somebody else because it's gonna dysregulate them. So you might as well just keep it to yourself, which completely blocks intimacy. So I know that what's happening in many people based on your DMs and your comments, you're lacking intimacy. You, have, you feel fear of even feeling your emotions. You're feeling a lot of self-hate because of the emotions that you have and then you can't share them with another person because you don't feel worthy of expressing them. But that's why it's critical for us to learn how to become trigger-proof. I love teaching this to my cycle breakers because when they get this right, they can now pass these lessons on to their children so that they don't have to live with codependency and toxic kind of uh, unsafe environment at home. That completely transforms. So when you really master the art of DMSing, by becoming trigger-proof and learning how to turn conflict into deeper intimacy, you're now able to have secure relationships with other people because you have a secure relationship with yourself.
Secure relationships don't just fall out of the sky. They are earned through rupture and repair with other people, and it's a messy process. But the problem is, if I'm embedded in enmeshment trauma, your, it, my family's anxiety becomes my anxiety. So over the holidays, I'm gonna give you a little tip that's going to be really useful for you when you're hanging out with family, when you're seeing their dysregulated emotions or they're in a mood and that's causing you to get dysregulated, I want you to repeat this is their anxiety does not, does not have to be, become my anxiety. Try that on for a moment. Their anxiety does not have to become my anxiety. And if this is not a reality for you, and this is difficult for you to get and understand you're not alone and it's not your fault, that's why I have the overview experience coming up on December the 16th is because I wanna teach people who are committed to learning, wanna put down their victimhood, wanna put down the blame game and become masters of this skill because when you get this right, you'll be able to answer the question, should I stay or go? But if you don't get this right, you can leave this person, but then in the next relationship, guess what? You're still having to deal with this unresolved enmeshment trauma. If you're ready to actually create a foundation of secure relationships which are polarized, which as a woman you're able to share your emotions freely and feel them cherished. And you're a man, you're able to hold space for your woman's emotions without getting defensive, without gaslighting. And you're able to lead and you're able to feel safe in your skin and you're able to dissolve the anxiety and the panic attacks because it's all related. This is exactly for you. I look forward to meeting you there. The link is below for those that are ready. For the first five that sign up, three have already signed up from my last call. For the first five that sign up, you get a one-to-one -one session with me, which I give you an intuitive reading to kind of map out where your blind spots are. Might not be, might not be comfortable for you to, to hear, but it's for those that really want to grow, not just to be have their, having their story validated. They wanna actually grow and they're willing to receive some feedback. This is for you. And so the link is below and type in the chat any questions or observations that you have and I'll see you at the next perfect time.